Hi, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to my new podcast, Living Your Best Life with Bipolar Disorder. Um, Usually, I'm a social media blogger. I have a page on Instagram called Bipolar, and it's Mommy, M-O-M-M-I. And I have a Facebook page that I started back in October called Mental Illness Does Not Define You. It empowers you um, at K and my last name, G-I-A-N-N-I-N-A. Um, You can look me up on Facebook as well. I usually post all of my mental illness information on either one of those blog pages. I also have a a blog website called Bipolar Mommy. It's the same thing, M-O-M-M-I dot com. If you just type that into your search bar, you'll see it come up. And I have a blog page on WordPress where I add a lot of uh, different insights and stories and things about bipolar disorder. Um, And all of these are fairly new. Again, like I said, I started in October. Um, I don't really know where the epiphany came from or where one day I woke up and decided I wanted to start writing about mental illness and more specifically my own experience with mental illness. For the past 10 years, I've been diagnosed bipolar 2. Um, it came on when I, my, my daughter was born. Um, it was originally labeled as postpartum depression. And then uh, after that, when it lasted longer than it probably should have, Um, I was labeled bipolar 2. Prior to that, I've probably had it since the age of 11, um, but never really fully understanding what any kind of mental illness looked like, felt like, or how you would even describe or define it. Um, I just basically dealt with the anxiety and the depression and the mood swings for most of my um, adolescence into my adult life. I didn't get help for it until my daughters were born. Um, and it became a survival thing for me, actually, to be able to deal with all of the emotions and everything that was going on in my head and trying to be a mom and trying to take care of myself. It all kind of came to a head one day, and I ended up in the uh, emergency room um, from a car accident that I tried to cause. So um, that kind of brought me on this journey. Um, it's been a very, very long journey. Um, a lot of bumps in the road, a lot of brick walls, a lot of doctors, a lot of psychiatrists, a lot of evaluations, medications, um, therapies, a lot of research, tons of research, um, kind of brought me to today where I feel like I've kind of lived through some of it. Um, I'm not an expert by any means, but I definitely am somebody that can be relevant and real and that can speak to not only what mental illness looks like uh, if you're reading it out of a textbook, but basically how to put in words what it actually feels like. And that's probably one of the things that I receive the most from my social media websites is when I get private messages or comments from anyone that's following any of my um, social media, either Instagram or Facebook. They'll usually write to me and say, I, you know, I can't believe how you captured what I was feeling in words, or I feel everything you're saying, you know, down to my core. So things like posts like that I get, uh, you know, totally fills me up inside, um, kind of turns on that light where it's usually dark um, to say, hey, you know, I wrote about something that I was feeling and how I deal with it, and it resonated with somebody else. And if it helped them, that's even better. So that was the whole reason for starting 
my journey with mental health and speaking about it and trying to become an advocate for it. Um, and my, my followers are slowly growing. Um, but I thought, let me try talking a little bit in a podcast about mental illness. Um, since podcasts seem to be the new thing that people like, I can understand, you know, driving to work and driving home from work and just finding time to sit down and read, um, is extremely difficult. So listening, um, is probably a much easier form of communication for most people. So, um, first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to, I'm going to read to you what I call a mental health mantra. I wrote it when I started my first Facebook page back in October and basically it just outlines exactly what I try and strive for, if not daily, weekly, monthly, yearly. Um, it's, it's something that I'm always trying to, to master, something that I'm always trying to follow. It's behaviors that I'm trying to instill in myself. And uh, it's just a good reminder for anyone that is struggling with anything relating to any kind of mental health or even an invisible illness or just something that people cannot see on the outside. So I go something like this. Every day someone will be struggling in silence with things they cannot, that cannot visibly be seen. Every day someone will be told they are not good enough. Every day you will take 10 steps forward to be pushed 20 steps back by things you cannot control. Every day your mind will try to take over your own happiness and lead you towards the darkness. Every day you will try to appreciate the joy around you, be thankful for the blessings bestowed upon you, until that voice inside your head tells you it's not okay to feel happy. Every day you will want to get out of bed and start the day, or you will want to stay in bed and shut out the world. Every day you will experience pain, either physically or mentally, that will make you feel like you have had enough and you can't go on. Every day someone will try to knock you down when you're at your weakest. Every day you will smile, say all the right things, go about your daily routines, but your head will be filled with sadness, chaos, anxiety, and the overall feeling of darkness with no light in sight. Every day you will fight a battle no one can ever understand because you are fighting with your own mind. Only you can be your own light. Only you can make yourself choose happiness. Only you have that power. Only you can choose to decide how your day will begin and end. Labels do not define you. Your illness does not define you. You are the only one who can define yourself. Choose happiness when everything around you is gray and black. Choose to smile because you can. Choose to laugh because you can. Choose to cry because you can. You are not a burden. You are not a failure. You are not a mental illness. You are not sick. You are special. You are loved. You are courageous. You are brave. You are a fighter. You have a voice. You are a person who fights battles no one understands and you will continue to fight because warriors never give up. And that's something that a lot of people with mental illness talk about. They talk about warriors and they use that word warrior. You're a warrior. Um, and to be perfectly honest, I think it is extremely fitting for somebody that deals with a mental illness or any type of invisible illness to be called a warrior. I don't think that there's a fight as hard as the one that you fight with your own mind and how easily the mind can control every action in your body, every reaction in your body, every feeling that you have in your body. Your mind plays a pivotal role in, in, in determining how your quality of life is. 
And if you have any kind of illness of the mind or body um, and it's hard for you to deal with it, it's extremely exhausting because you're basically fighting yourself all day. And you're trying to look for that light at the end of the tunnel. You're trying to look for that lifeline for somebody to pull you out of the, of the, the mucky water that you're stuck in. You're looking for any kind of answers as to why. Why do I feel like this? Why can I, why can I do something different? Why can't I make different choices? So being that, you know, somebody that has to fight this hard every day, it's extremely mentally and physically exhausting. That's why they talk about physical symptoms of mental health um, and depression where you have some pain um, and anxiety where you have... Um, you know, a, a tired, angry, irritable. So all of those different types of markers come about because of the fact that you're trying to fight all the different emotions going on in your head. Um, and then when you throw medication into the mix, well, then it becomes a completely different ball game. So now you're trying to regulate all of these emotions, not self-regulate, but now you have medication trying to work with the chemical imbalances in your brain. So a lot of, uh, you know, scientific kind of talk a little bit, but honestly, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a therapist. I'm just a person that has been living with mental illness for most of her life and can speak from real life experience, not only what it looks like on paper and textbooks in a psychiatrist's office, but what it actually feels like. And that's probably one of the biggest things that my writing um, does is it helps people connect with a feeling, a feeling that many people will never understand because they don't actually have that feeling. So if you take anxiety, for example, somebody that's never suffered from anxiety doesn't understand when you say, I feel like I'm drowning, that I'm in a, in a pool of water and I can't breathe. Um, and I feel like I'm just getting sucked under and there's all darkness around me. I can't see the light. Um, I can't even take a deep breath. Somebody that doesn't suffer from anxiety would be like the person sitting on the beach chair, not actually seeing you drowning. They don't know what it feels like. They don't know the panic that you're going through. They don't understand because they're looking at it from the outside. Somebody with anxiety can explain those symptoms to you. They can explain the blackness, the darkness, the feeling of, of drowning, the feeling of having an elephant on your chest. They can explain that pressure that comes on you, whether it's pressure in your head, pressure in your chest. They'll be able to explain to you what that feels like. So that's the point of my podcast. I, I want people to know that they're not alone out there. I want them to know that what they're feeling is valid and validate that they are not ill, they are not sick, um, that basically they're one in five, I think is what the, the number is now. One in five people suffer from this form of mental illness, whether it be you know labeled as anything, um, bipolar or not. We do have a lot of similarities when it comes to um, different, different um, triggers and different uh, anxieties and depressions that we face. So this podcast is not just for people with bipolar, but for anybody dealing with something that's physically and emotionally taxing on their mind, and um, they want to make, they want to have a safe place to come and listen, and say, "Hey, wow, that's really how I feel." Like this person gets it, this person understands it, and I don't feel 
so alone. I feel like there is somebody else out there that can visualize what I'm feeling in my head, even if I can't formally say it out loud. So I'll be doing uh, probably one uh, once a week podcasts, um, probably same time, Tuesday nights. Um, if you'd like to kind of tune in weekly, I'll keep going with different types of, you know, so if you want to send me any suggestions on my social media blogs, as I mentioned, I have one on Facebook, mental illness does not define you, it empowers you, you can put that in the search bar. Um, on Instagram, I have bipolar mommy, it's bipolar M-O-M-M-I. You can also send me a, a message there as well if there's a, a, a particular topic that you would like me to talk about or if you're going through a really rough time and you'd like to share it. Um, everything is confidential. I will never expose or talk about anybody's name other than myself. But I do love to get feedback from people. Um, and I've been getting a lot of feedback on my blogs. So if you would like to provide any feedback to me for my podcast, I think that would be awesome. Um, I would love to hear what other people um, are going through or any other questions people have. Um, and I would love to answer it the best way that I know how. Again, I'm not a doctor, I'm not a medical professional, I'm not a therapist, I'm not a, a, a pharmacist, but I definitely have been around the block and I've been dealing with this for a very, very, very long time. So I know what it looks like at the age of 11, I know what it looks like at the age of 21. I know what it looks like at the age of 30 and now the age of 39. Um, so I can definitely go through a lot of different ages and stages with you of what mental health looks like, feels like, and more specifically bipolar. So thank you for listening to my podcast. Again, you can tune in to any of my social media pages to read more about me. Um, my mental illness does not define you. It empowers you page on Facebook has an introduction um, page for me and it's called the sun will always rise and it has a, a sunset so you can't really miss it that will give you a more in-depth um, understanding of who I am and how I came to be and some of the decisions and actions I've made across the course of my life which I'll talk about on the podcast but at different times but that will give you just a, a snapshot of who I am and uh, where I'm coming from so again, thank you so much for listening to my podcast and uh, tune in again next week for um, our next our next uh, talk session. Um, they're going to be pretty informal. Um, I'll be talking about some of the different things that I've posted, some of the different things going on in my life, or like I said, any messages I receive from people that want to talk about it. Thanks so much for tuning in. Bye.